What up? We are back again today in the studio. Happy to be rocking with you guys. This is week eight of the Big Ten Football Focus podcast. You heard that right. Week eight. I can't believe that it's here. I mean, to be honest with you, in the beginning of the season, there's, there, you know, it's, it's rife. It is ripe with competition, with hope, and with so much optimism. And we are nearing pretty much the midway point. I feel like kind of just tipping over that midway point. Uh, happy to be with you guys today. This is Tyler, uh, your host of the Big Ten Football Focus Podcast, presented by Woos Media. Happy, as always, to have them as our, uh, you know, as our conglomerate, uh, you know, making sure everything's working, pumping out the content with us. Love it so very much. So let's get into it. Uh, let's start off, uh, you know, Jumping right into to week number eight. Last time, if you haven't listened to the Monday show, be sure to go on. Give it a listen. Let me know what you're thinking about uh, some of the thoughts that were given. We kind of did panic rankings on a scale of one to five. We're going to kind of see how that plays out now. Now, like I said, most of these people were about halfway Sixth, seventh game of the season. Some of them are, are uh, like Michigan entering their eighth, eighth week. So, uh, a lot of, a lot of different, uh, you know, storylines, I guess, going into this week, uh, with the Big Ten. And I am so excited to get into it. We've only got six games this week. Next week, we only have five games. Week 10, we go, we ramp up to seven games. So it seems like we're kind of filtering through the buys, uh, people getting to that bye week, you know, getting healthy, installing different game plans. That is the ultimate goal of of this podcast, right? Or of, of, of you know, just getting getting ready, right? Getting that's the ultimate goal for these teams. Oh my goodness, you can tell that it is uh, it's Wednesday. And halfway through the week. So let's jump into it. No, kidding. Here we go. Uh, as always, for those of you guys who are new here, we're going to read, we're going to give our predictions to all of the Big Ten games. Uh, for those of you who are in the gambling community, there's obviously lines and stuff like that. Please gamble responsible. We're not going to get into that. Uh, and we're going to just discuss, give out predictions. Uh, so far this year, let me just tell you guys, um, for the spread, we're 31, 27 and one. Uh, we had one push and then on the money line, we're 49 and nine. So we give out a prediction. Now there's a lot of different betting things. Some people like the over under, some people like the spread, some people like money line or money line for those of you guys who don't know outright winners. Uh, and so we are, you know, we're above 500. That, that's the ultimate goal. Uh, is to, to be above 500 and to stay above 500. Right now, sitting about four games above. So we're going to give out our predictions for this week. Um, and then all time, for those of you who are curious, we're actually the same distance. We're 81 and 77 and 2 with two pushes. I mean, we can give those pushes to us, but, you know. I want to be honest with you guys. So 81 to 77, uh, feeling great uh, so far, and uh, I, I love giving out these predictions. So uh, take them for what it's worth. They are predictions. We are going to give you out what we're reading on the game. Sometimes the games play out entirely different, right? Did, did we think that Cade McNamara was going to go down? Did we think that uh, you know they, we would have a blown coverage on a defense that has been a top 10 defense all year? Those kinds of things. That's the great thing about sports is the unpredictability. I think it's the last truly unpredictable thing we have in our society. And live sports is just freaking awesome. So let's jump into it. Starting off, uh, noon, right? Noon Eastern, 11 Central. We've got Indiana taking on Rutgers. Now, uh, Rutgers is, uh, feeling themselves. They're feeling very, very good about this, uh, about this game coming up. Right now, they're sitting at, uh, five and two. Okay. 
five and two. Just to put it into perspective, their fifth win doesn't come until week 11 of 2021. Okay, week 11 was their first, their fifth win. They went five and seven that year, but they were invited to the Gator Bowl where they took on Wake Forest and lost. Okay, right now they have more wins, I think, than what in, in this, yeah, they have more wins at this point in time than in the, the Shiano comeback era. So Rutgers really is in, in untested grounds, unproven grounds. They don't know, they, they've never been here before. And I think you can kind of see that in the line that's been reflected. Uh, to, to start off, it was minus four. It's bounced as high as minus five and a half. Right now, it's sitting about five, depending on the sports book you have. Uh, Indiana struggling this year. Uh, there's, there's no way around it. They're, they're two and four. Just got embarrassed against on the road against Michigan. They're going to come back. They're trying to get a win against Rutgers. This is everything is on the line for Rutgers to get this win. They came back, which they proved that they could, they could go through adversity last week against Michigan State. They know that the four games after the bye week include Ohio State on the road against Iowa, on the road against Penn State, followed by Maryland. This, and of course, there's always upsets and stuff, but this is the time for this Rutgers team to get to full eligibility. Something that in the last decade, since, well, I guess 2014 was the last time that they were above 500. At least with this one, I know you had the bowl game, but you would be 500 on the season. That is an incredible feat in this Big Ten, in this college football climate. All of that said, I love Rutgers. Everyone was probably thinking, oh, he's going to fade him. No, we've been on the Scarlet Knights. We said they were going to go 6-6 six and six to start the season. If you guys remember back, we were all saying this is the team to watch. We nailed Illinois last year. Now, we've been really high on Illinois this year, but that's neither here nor there. But we have nailed this Rutgers team. We knew this was going to happen. They're at the, they, they just need to finish it off with a win on the road against Indiana. I think they're going to do it. I am going to predict 24 to 17. So I think they're going to cover the, the, the number. I think last week was the week that could have scared them in anticipation, um, of getting to Indiana. They're going to do it. And the Hoosiers are going to fall to two and five. Uh, unfortunately, I don't see a bowl game in their future, at least this year. There's going to be questions about Tom Allen and what, what his future of the program is. Uh, of course, I think he should stay. I think he's done as stand-up of a job as you can at Indiana University. Uh, but I think Rutgers is going to do it. We're on the bandwagon. We're hoping that they get to it. And I just hope they get one upset. Of the four, of the four, get one and move to seven and five on the season, which would even prove us wrong because we said six and six. Love, I love the Scarlet Knights on this game. Next game up, sticking at that same time, we've got Penn State taking on Ohio State. Every fiber of my being, every fiber, is telling me I'm stupid on this. Everyone, like I, I'm like I know the statistics. I know what the last ten games have been. I know what the last twenty games have been. I know that going into the shoe, Penn State has struggled here. But I'm sticking with my original prediction at the beginning of the year. I said, this is the year that Penn State moves to two. This is the year they're moving to two in this side of the conference. I said Michigan is my outright winner. I thought it was going to be Michigan-Wisconsin in the title game. I thought that this was the year that, that Penn State has this iteration of the Nittany Lion football team. I thought that they have the quarterback, they have the defense, they have the returners, they have the coach. It is all lined up for them to take on Ohio State. 
They have not won in the horseshoe since 2011. And despite all of that, I'm going to say that Penn State wins. I think it's going to be a barn burner. I'm going to go 33 to 30. Right now, the line is four and a half. Let it run. I think a lot of people are going to come in on this Ohio State team. But I want to look at the results of this Ohio State team. Indiana 27, 23 to 3. Youngstown State 35 to 7. Western Kentucky 63 to 10. An elite defense of Notre Dame 17 to 14. Followed by Maryland, which they exploded the second or the fourth quarter, but was close through three, 37 to 17, 41 to 7 against Purdue. This is the game of games. I cannot wait to watch it. I think that it is. It, this is the time for Penn State to rise above. I think James Franklin can do it. I think that they have the defense that will pull them over. I think that in a matchup, I would say the offenses are similar in my opinion. Yeah, there's, I think, maybe a little bit more skill at the wide receiver position for um, Ohio State than Penn State. But this is the year that they do it. They moved it to two. I don't think Penn State's going to beat Michigan. I don't think Ohio State's going to beat Michigan. I think Michigan's going to be undefeated. But I think this is the year that Penn State moves to number two on the side of the conference. They've been number three for a very long time. They've been right there, you know, quasi little brother, I guess, to both Michigan and Ohio State for some time now. They're moving above Ohio State, above 33 to 30. I think it's going to be a phenomenal game. Can't wait to watch it. Next game up, uh, moving to the later window, we have the 3.30 Eastern, uh, 2.30 Central game. We have Illinois taking on Wisconsin. Now, it's funny, at the beginning of the year, I go through and I predict all of the games. And this is my, uh, I have different algorithms, I run different you know, uh, simulations of, of what it could be, uh, go through different kind of statistics, right? I see the Ohio State, for example, the Ohio State-Penn State game, I see out a 50-50 game. Um, now, it's like, well, wouldn't you favor the home team? Well, not with by four and a half. There's different algorithms that I go into. But I finally get my main algorithm, my, my main prediction, and I write it all down in a book. I call it my great big book of everything. And my original prediction for the Illini was that they were going to beat Wisconsin. If you guys remember last year, uh, Illinois went on the road to Wisconsin and embarrassed the Badgers. I mean, just straight up embarrassed them, 34-10. to 10. Wasn't even a game. I think that was actually the game. It might have been the game that, um, what was it, Paul Chris that was fired. The you know, coach gets fired after, if I remember properly. Uh, if my memory serves me well. If not, it was either shortly before or shortly after. And I said, I think the Illini are going to do it. I thought that was going to be uh, Wisconsin's one Big Ten loss this year um, on this side of the conference. I was like, no, they're, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they lose to Ohio State. But on this side of the conference, I think they're going to lose to Illinois and they're going to win out. Uh, Illinois is going to tie with Iowa and Wisconsin is going to end up going forward. So it's hard for me sitting here and, and looking at the results of uh, a highly emotional win Oh, you know, last second win on the road against Maryland for this Fighting Illini team to then come on the uh, come back home and take care of business at home. That seems very difficult. You look at Wisconsin, they get pretty much embarrassed by Iowa's defense. I mean, there really isn't much to say about that game. It was an ugly game. Now they had to go on the road to Champaign, right? Uh Really, I think this is the biggest bounce back spot for Wisconsin in the entire the the entire year. Uh, now, there's been flashes of greatness. There's been parts where I haven't been as impressed with uh, Wisconsin at times. 
I'm going to stick with what my gut is telling me and go against my original prediction. I'm going to say Wisconsin 20, Illinois 17. I think Wisconsin, their their problems are fixable. I believe um, all of the problems can be fixed. Obviously, that can change. If we see they come out flat, they're just not playing good, maybe I overvalued them. And maybe they really are only a 6-6, six 7-5 and six, seven and five team. But I really think that this Wisconsin team is capable of doing it, going on the road. They're only getting two and a half points. I think it's going to be a score of 20 to 17 in favor of the Badgers. All right, three games left. Next game up, we've got Northwestern taking on Nebraska. Not really getting a lot of love in, in, in the betting markets and stuff like that. People kind of staying away from this game. What I don't understand is that uh, Nebraska is catching 11 and a half points, which is absolutely crazy uh, that they they beat Illinois um, 20 to 7, right? So by 13, and all of a sudden, uh, we've now kind of swung opposite, uh, you know, coming off of a bye. Now you can say, well, you know, Matt Rule, he's 15. 50-50 off of a bye. Uh, what is he as a home favorite? 11 and 13 against the spread. So I'm going to go with uh, my gut on this. I'm going to go with Northwestern actually outright beating the Cornhuskers. Uh, what is what is Nebraska heard? Uh, you know they should not right now. Number one, I don't think they should be three and three. I thought they should be two and four going into this bye week. Uh, but they're three and three, and they're looking at their schedule, saying I can beat Northwestern, I can beat Purdue, I can beat. Michigan. Michigan State, uh, and we're going to go six and six. We're going to go six and three, and then we're going to have three losses to finish off. We're going to get to bowl eligibility. Everybody in Lincoln is excited. All of the pundits are talking about it. I think this is a perfect letdown spot for Nebraska. I think Northwestern uh, is capable, uh, and really, I think one of these teams is going to go on to a bowl game, and one of them isn't. I am going to shade on the side of Northwestern uh, because I I think that their offense has shown just a little bit more maturity, a little bit more continuity than the Cornhuskers. I want to go West, uh, Northwestern 28, Nebraska 24 in this prediction. Uh, I think it's going to be a great game outside of the Penn State-Ohio State game. Uh, probably the one that I'm most excited to watch. Now you're going to say Illinois-Wisconsin. Of course, it's a great game, but I really am excited to see uh, Matt Rule off of a bye. Same thing, Northwestern coming off of a bye, so they have the same rest. I mean, I guess Nebraska played Friday, so they have one extra day of rest, technically, uh, but pretty much coming in at, at even. Uh, I want to go with Northwestern. That's that's my prediction. I'm sticking to it, and if not Northwestern, I don't think that Nebraska covers the 11.5. I just have not seen them. That's a, that's a big number uh, to be covering. Uh, next game up, final game of the afternoon window. We've got Iowa taking on uh, Minnesota. It is at home now. The Hawkeyes are catching three and a half points, dude. This this offense is just bad. I mean, the, I they have. I mean, everyone's talking about the stipulation of the offensive coordinator has to score a certain amount of points. I, I don't know. I, I don't know the intricacies of the contract and stuff like that, but um, this offense is 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 anemic. It's just not fun to watch. Hawkeye football is is hard to watch on the offensive side. Love it when they're on defense. Absolutely, absolute studs flying over the all over the place. Uh, now Minnesota this year has been you know just almost two faced. They're hot, cold. They're yes, no. They're in, out. <laughs> Sorry. Calling some Katy Perry lyrics, I guess. No, um, they've just been opposites, really. Uh, the Minnesota Golden Gophers, I've been like, hey, I'm, I'm high on them this game. They don't do good. Hey, we're going to pull back. They do good. Uh, really an, an interesting game. Uh, 
Minnesota coming off of a bye. PJ Fleck uh, here is eight and three off a of bye, so maybe that's why that you know that number's running the way that it is. Maybe they just have really good luck, uh, you know, going against uh, the spread um, in these certain things. I don't know. I would say that uh, Iowa is going to win. I think it's going to be a slugfest. It's at home, seventeen ten in favor of Hawkeyes. And then the final game of the day, which has been, you know, a rivalry that is just as storied as these two programs are. We got Michigan taking on Michigan State. Michigan has looked like absolute world beaters. They they honestly, again, I am surprised they continuously rank Georgia ahead of this team. That's why I hate top 25s, because I think Michigan is the most well-rounded team in all of college football. Yes, that includes USC. Yes, that includes Washington, Oregon. Yes, that includes Georgia. This team is legit. I think they play good fundamental football. I think they're flying under the radar. They're going to be there in the end, and then everyone's going to be like, well, Michigan got there last year, but they lost to TCU, and people are going to be blown away. This is the best chance, in my opinion, that Jim Harbaugh has to make a run at it. Um, Now, right now, the line is 24. It's been as high. I think it was as high as 26, if I remember correctly. I as too many points in a rivalry game. It's supposed to be some weather, some light rain. I think it's going to be 38 to 14, um, right? Uh, I got the 24 and a half. Um, on that prediction, I believe that's right at 24 points, but, uh, that, that is what I think 38, 14, uh, in in favor of of the the Wolverines, I just don't see it from Sparty. I would say like this is a perfect you know uh, get bounce back spot. You just were embarrassed by Rutgers. You're now playing at home against your rival. I just don't see it for Sparty, and and they've been through a lot. This program's been through a lot um, in recent years, and I just don't think they're going to get there. Uh, even again, even with. Uh, a normal Spartan team that didn't hasn't been you know that what's been going on with this program and their and their coach. I don't think that Michigan State beats Michigan even in the best of circumstances here. And I know that's hard for Sparty fans to to hear, but I really do like Big Blue in this situation. Um, like I said, thirty eight fourteen was my prediction that I wrote down. Uh, I think that Sparty's going to come out. I think it's going to be chippy as always. They're going to get in each other's faces. I think it might even be seven seven through the first quarter. But I think Michigan. In, the wheels are going to start rolling. McCarthy's going to start balling. And I just don't think there is a counterpunch uh, from Michigan State. I could be wrong. I don't think it's going to be that big of, you know, 24 and a half points. I don't think it's going to be that big. I think it's going to be 24 points, I guess, uh, is right what my prediction is. Uh, but I think um, that that Michigan's going to, to, to ultimately win this game. Michigan then goes on to a bye week, which they have the toughest uh, slate going forward. Coming off the bye, they're playing Purdue, followed by Penn State on the road, and then home against Maryland, followed by Ohio State, uh, the last game of the season at the big house. So uh, there's nothing to look forward to. You've got a bye week next week. Michigan's already 7-0. and uh, I think they take care of it. They move to 8-0, and they get ready for the last four games coming down the stretch. All right, those are the predictions this week. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Uh, again, I've, I've enjoyed being your host and, and talking about these things and giving our insight. Uh, really, overall, 
I, I just hope that we get some great football, as always. Uh, of course, please be sure to like, comment, subscribe, review, whatever you got to do. Uh, we are so happy with the support that we're receiving uh, on this podcast. We're going to continue to pump out the content for you guys. Uh, what's sad is that we only have like four or five, maybe six weeks left, and then it's bowl season, and then it's like, okay, and then we're talking draft, and, and football's over, and I hate it. I hate when football ends, so enjoy it. Enjoy uh, the Chris Fall afternoons. Enjoy everything that there is because there's never going to be another 2023 season ever again so enjoy this time thank you guys for for listening as always let us know what we're doing good what you want to hear more of thank you guys so much it's been another edition of the big 10 football focus podcast presented by Wootless media this is your host sign off <laughs>